0: Greetings and welcome to Terrible Reviews, a podcast where the movies don't have to be terrible because the reviews will be. I am your host, Seth Hancock. Joining me as my co-host, Michael Bragg.
1: What up, what up?
0: Hey Braggs, spring training kicked off this week and I am excited to see if the Cubs are going to be any good this year. So far the pitching is holding up a little bit better than last year.
1: It's uh, it's preseason, bub. Preseason. I know. Get I'm, your hopes I'm... up. <laughs> get, your, get your hopes up so we can uh because this is why i stopped paying attention after 2016 is because it i mean from there on out i don't think it's ever going to matter again until like
0: what you're saying 2016,
1: like, 16 21 16
0: getting rid of a hundred hundred million dollars with the payroll just you know we're, <laughs> we're not, gonna, and not and a Schwarber's
1: not a not there now. anymore yeah swarber's right. not there so you know
0: all right rather than lamenting about this any further let's In honor of spring training, this week's movie is Major League, released April seventh, nineteen 1989, written and directed by David Ward. Uh, He did The Sting in 1973 and then nothing until Major League. He also did Sleepless in Seattle and The Program. That's some random, (laughs) random movies there. Uh, So he actually is responsible for two of my favorite sports movies with the program. Let's go to the casting couch. Top build, we have Tom Berenger as Jake Taylor, Charlie Sheen as Rick Wild Thing Vaughn, and Corbin Burnson as Roger Dorn. Familiar faces, we have Renee Russo as, bear with me here, either Lynn Wells, if you go by the credits, or Lynn, Lynn Westland, if you go by what Jake calls her on the phone when he's calling random numbers looking for her. Uh, Wesley Snipes as Willie Mays Hayes, Dennis Haysbert as Pedro Serrano, James Gammon as Lou Brown, Chelsea Ross as Eddie Harris, and Bob Uecker as Harry Doyle. The terrible synopsis for this movie, the widowed ex-showgirl wife of the Cleveland baseball team's owner inherits the club upon his death. And tries to field a roster of players so bad that she can opt out of her contract with the Cle- with Cleveland, and move the team to Miami where riches await. But maybe these has-beens and never will be's aren't quite as inept as she had hoped. All right. Well, before we get into this, we always look back and uh, do some foreshadowing here. So that's the first game we play. Bragg, for me, this movie in my memory at least was one of those a plus kind of standard bearers as far as sports related comedies goes um what about you was this a high one for you at least going in
1: i've got it down as an a a low a an a minus in a traditional english american sorry uh (laughs) grading scale uh, kind of the same thing. Kind of the thing we talked about with uh, Tommy Boy for me. Kind of a summer or maybe like whenever we're not going out or like Sunday afternoon kind of Comedy Central movie. Um, yeah, you,
0: you said Comedy Central. I remember it being on cable all the time as a kid. Yeah. Like this was one of those it was, you could catch it on TBS, TNT, Comedy Central. Felt like it was on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, I don't know about you, Brag, my dad coached our local baseball team pretty much from like the age of six to probably 14 and I'm pretty sure every piece of coaching advice he ever gave was either from this movie Bull Durham or Bad News Bears so for me this was like (laughs) one of those intrinsic coaching movies of my childhood where I was like oh that's where my dad got that you know stay in front of the ball none of this ole bullshit Um, (laughs) so apparently that's where he got I think that's where he got all those from, and um, I don't know. I'm not. Maybe that's why I quit when I was when I was 14. But uh, I don't know. That that was what I thought. Um, and like I said, I thought it was one of the funniest sports movies. At least I know there's probably Caddyshack and a bunch of other ones that are worth mentioning. Um, but I just remember Harry Doyle. The, the commentator, the, the broadcaster being hilarious, and then obviously Lou Brown kind of the tie-in with my dad just being kind of the main takeaways as, oh, God, those are the probably the best two characters in the movie. All right. So as we always do, we go ahead and watch the movies. Uh, the first game we, we play after the movie we watch is uh, is cliches. And let's just run through these real quick, Brag, uh, A lot of these are pretty much the exact same as, as Dodgeball's episode. We had the lovable losers. We had the player introductions that point out you know where these guys come from. You had the underdog story. Um, obviously, they're, they're picked by everybody to finish last. We have the classic eat the rich storyline where... Uh, Rachel Phelps, you know, the big money magnet, sorry, magnate. Um, and then the other one, which is, I think, a personal favorite of ours, at least mine, I shouldn't shouldn't always lump you in with me, brag. Uh, but the junk to hunk montage where they go on the winning streak and start contending. And all of a sudden, Roger Dorn is putting his body in front of those
1: ground balls. Yeah, you got to love the junk to hunk. Uh, actually, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've never really been on board with that one. Uh, real it's a quick, cliche. Uh,
0: Come on, they all every one of those movies has to have it, right?
1: Yeah. uh So the first few times I watched this, you know, maybe as I got older, I appreciate uh, a a mature woman, maybe. <laughs> uh, Either you're going where,
0: where I'm going to go way earlier than I was going to go. Margaret or... Winton. <laughs> okay.
1: Not bad in 1989.
0: Next showgirl. I mean, she was a Vegas showgirl, so yeah. you would hope that. Yeah, not. But well, hot eight, hot eighty nine could have could have been a really different. Could have really been a really different picture. I think
1: you just cut me off from saying not not great now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just realized she passed away about five years ago. <laughs> Four and a half years ago, she's probably not looking real great right now uh oh boy but in nineteen eighty nine uh you know for being a, a uh, for lack of a better term a, a bitch she was pretty good looking
0: yes yes yeah she was definitely uh definitely one of the high points of the movie involves just how good looking she was
1: yeah yeah all right and so okay. velcro velcro and how good looking <laughs> she was
0: All right, let's play uh, the first game here. Before we get into the heavy games, we got to do our five-minute stretch. So let's. This is where we take a look at the best five-minute stretches from the movie, Uh, not necessarily the scenes. I had a hard time with this one uh, because I think a lot of these. This is more of like a, it'll maybe a 30-second stretch that's that's funny, but maybe not a full five minutes. So to find a full five-minute stretch that was. Uh, that kind of carried its whole weight was the first one I got into, I referenced already, was the player introductions. So this is from Jake Taylor in the hotel in Mexico to, to Ricky Vaughn getting off the motorcycle. Uh, during this stretch, you have Jake Taylor in that shitty shitty hotel in Mexico, and he thinks he's getting pranked. Uh, you have Lou Brown, oh, and there's also what I assume to be a Hispanic woman laying on top of him during that, uh, which I just thought was an interesting touch. You have Lou Brown, who had been managing the Toledo Mudhens for thirty years, but now he's working at—he's managing a Tire World store. And uh, when he gets asked to manage, he says, "I got a guy on the other line about some white walls." <laughs> uh, then you got Rick Vaughn, who's in prison. Uh, then they arrive in Arizona, and you see the coaches discussing the players as they arrive. You have Serrano, the big Cuban guy, who's coming here for religious freedom. Which, of course, his religion is Voodoo. Um, little, little stereotype there, but all right. Uh, Roger Dorn shows up in this awesome car, and uh, and uh, Lou Brown says, "I thought you didn't have any high. We didn't have any high-priced talent. Forgot about Dorn because he's only high-priced." Um, then you get Willie Mays Hayes, who drives up all the way to the coaches, plays like Mays, runs like Hayes. Clearly he's uninvited. And then you have Rick Vaughn showing up on the back of the chopper. And the and the other coach goes, look at this fucking guy. And then uh, Lou Brown goes, my kind of team, Charlie, my kind of team. Um, so that's my, that's one of my favorite parts, just kind of seeing where these uh, lovable losers all come from and uh, all their backstories that obviously are going to, kind of play into how everything
1: unfolds yeah for sure so like one of the other funny moments um i in my opinion when when Maze hayes backs the car up off of like assuming some way for vehicles to get onto the field to maintenance it so he backs up and starts to go into the drive or into the parking lot but instead of just backing up and going he backs all the way out of the screen throws the green hanky out the window and just kind of shakes okay it yeah what is that out. and and for me like i never really noticed that until that i've watched this i'm not even kidding you i watched this movie three times uh not all together but you know here recently uh in the last couple days just for this but it's just a a thing like hey i run what does he say run like maze no play like maze run like haze is that right yep yep so that's just another thing like hey look how fast i am so my that's my first scene too uh, but I carry it all the way into, um, when they're inside the, like the bunk? bunk area. Yeah. yeah. And then, so just before we get into that part of it, uh, when Sheen gets off the back of the first, off, don't ever go two th- two dudes go. deep on a motorcycle.
0: And was that the first ever DAP?
1: Yeah. And it was awful. <laughs> He misses it.
0: They do like a double pound top bottom fisty wiggle. Yeah, I
1: don't... and then at the end he kind of he just goes in for the basic, just fist to fist, and they miss. Like I'd say seventy five percent miss. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the the dude on the bike doesn't break at all, but I'm just watching Charlie <laughs> Sheen's face, and he's he's there's something going on in there. Either he's trying not to break or he's pissed because he just missed that fist bump. But I I don't know is the next scene you have in the bunk or do you not have anything funny from in there?
0: Uh no you go because because mine's not till much later so you, yeah you, you take over here. I
1: only have two total five minute stretches but this is the end of this first one what I what I'm calling player intros bunks. Uh there's only one semi funny part there I, mean, I I don't like Roger Dorn I don't like his character I don't like the dude that plays him I've never even heard of him before. Um, so nothing he says to the you, guys. You weren't money.
0: a big L.A. Law fan. That no. wasn't.
1: <laughs> what is L.A. Law? What is that? Is that? It was like that... an
0: NBC cop show, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s.
1: Oh, I thought that was the one with uh, Zach Morris now. That, like just oh, ended. No. I think, whatever that one's called. Um, but uh, yeah. OK. So when he says that uh, Wesley Snipes asked, him, asked uh, Charlie Sheen what league he's from and he says the California Penal. Oh, like, how'd you yes. play in there he's still a stole car it was good it was good um yeah. you also
0: meet eddie harris there too the oh. religious the religious oh, old uh, Vaseline chelsea, ball guy.
1: Uh, chelsea chelsea ross ross oh loves chelsea ross
0: which who's, who's the only three movies i think he's ever i've ever seen him in are all sports movies it's this uh he plays what dan devine rudy. and rudy yeah. and yeah. Uh, somebody in hoosiers like an assistant coach maybe yeah,
1: or yeah here. You, yep that's right i like that guy he's, he's a good good character character yeah character um, yes uh so then i mean i don't really want to go next but i'll just tell you what my next one is i won't break it down my next one is all of the game footage that's it that's all i wrote down that's those are the only two long stretches that i have
0: so, when you're saying game footage, are you just saying where they're splicing in throughout the different plays from different games and...
1: Yes, I do have a general note about this movie where I just called it Montage City. Like yes. It's just super 80s montage, pretty much the entire movie. Outside <laughs> One of, my of The favorites love story.
0: The, uh, the montage where none of them can catch a, a bloop, bloop fly ball <laughs> to shallow left center field.
1: Yeah, come check when out... When they, they uh... find
0: four different ways to miss that pop-up.
1: Yep, come check out the... Uh brickyard bombers we played thursday <laughs> six o'clock at midwest uh softball complex whatever whatever it's called uh it's pretty much the same thing
0: yeah uh, watch john boy sit in front of sit in front of line ooh, drives at third base
1: ooh.
0: john boy dorn
1: yeah he'll look like dorn uh after they peppered <laughs> him and he's they take his shirt off and he's got all this that, that's just a typical thursday night for him though so what's what do you got next I mean, or I can so, just break mine down. It, it doesn't matter.
0: No, it's all right. I'll, I'll, mine are both scene related. So, or sorry, baseball scene play related. Um, so my, another, my next two big scenes and my only other two big scenes are, so are both in the ninth inning of game One Sixty Three. So they get through the whole season and they get to the playoff, the one game playoff. So they're tied with the Yankees. And so this is to get into the playoffs So wild thing comes in in the top of the ninth inning. Eddie Harris has gone eight and two thirds innings. So this like 75 year old journeyman pitcher went eight and two thirds in game One I'm not buying that.
1: He's given up. (laughs) (laughs) He's given up eight
0: hits and has runners on second and third. And there's nobody even warming up in the bullpen. He has to walk that at that point, They get Ricky Vaughn up and throwing, (laughs) and then uh, Harris walks Cheevers on four straight pitches to load the bases, and so Lou Brown pulls Harris and brings in Vaughn, who has done nothing but give up home runs to Clue Haywood, who's the Yankees' power hitter. Then they do the Wild Thing song. Oh, my God. I know you watched it three times. I watched it three times. If I never hear that fucking song again, it'll be too soon. Totally it was even totally. irregardless of this movie like that song is awful right oh mm-hmm. uh, anyways um so you have all the 80s girls on the dugout shaking their groove things i don't i don't know what, girls shaking what say
1: one of those is a, a child so
0: treading carefully so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a uh, wild thing comes in and so at this point um Oh God, we're going to get into this later But uh, let's just say Wild Thing has screwed Rick uh, Roger Dorn's Wife, um, and they haven't Talked yet, and so Dorn comes over From third base and talks to Vaughn Right before he faces his Batter, and he and you There's this like anticipatory moment Of, okay, this is going to be awkward And he just goes, I got one thing to say to you Strike this motherfucker out uh, Alright, whatever Uh <laughs> And, uh, and I said, even though Rick just fucked the mother of Dorn's kids. So that's an ironic phrase choice, I guess. Um, hey, Okay, so Haywood's stats this year. Uh, he won the Triple Crown with a 341 average, 48 home runs, 121 RBIs, and is two for two with two home runs against Vaughn. Uh, but Lou Brown's got a hunch. Uh, the first pitch is 97, swing and a miss. The one pitch is 99, a swing and a miss. Uh, so it's 0-2 now, and you cut to Lou Brown in the dugout. And Lou Brown says, <clears throat> forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. <laughs>
1: That's so well done. <laughs> That's so well done. Oh,
0: I got to clear my throat every time I do his voice, though. It hurts so bad. Uh, he has the voice that, like, only six decades of, of smoke an could give you.
1: <laughs> of an angel.
0: <laughs> yes, literally. Um <clears throat> <laughs> so, so then, uh, two.
1: How many people were dead? Oh yeah, he, like, he oh, died my recently. God. At least he died recently. No, he didn't. Two thousand ten. Nope. He died in two thousand ten.
0: <laughs> again we have no perception of time. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, so strike three is one hundred and one miles per hour. Uh, Ricky Vaughn strikes him out, and we go to the bottom of the ninth, tied at two in Game one sixty three. So that that obviously sets up the next scene, which is. The bottom of the ninth. Um, and I so I take over when the Duke comes in. Uh, so it's the last scene stopping right before Rene Russo enters the frame. So we'll just forget about, we'll just pretend this movie cuts right during the celebration. Um, so Tomlinson with one out flies to the wall. Now we've got two outs. The Duke comes in leading the league and saves strikeouts per inning pitched and hit by pitch, hits, hit. God damn it. How do you HBPs? Let's just say that it by pitches. All right. Um, he hasn't been scored on his last 16 appearances, but why do they wait brag till there's two outs in the bottom of the night to bring in the best closer in baseball? I know it's tied, but don't you go to him earlier?
1: Yes. Uh, one other thing to point out about the Duke who leads the league and saves now I, I get it in 1989 analytics weren't, uh, as prominent. We don't, as they we are don't now. have his
0: war, right? We don't yes, have his, they, we don't they don't have mention his war, his war
1: in the stats. But what we do have, as you can see over his shoulder for a split second as he's walking onto the field, he is again the league leader in saves, correct? Yes. With an 11 in one record.
0: How is he winning so many 11 games? 11 in one. So either
1: <laughs> either they're putting him in uh How does he get the win there? So they're either putting him in while at home in a tie game. Mm -hmm. And then winning it in the bottom. Nobody on. Nobody else. The top of the ninth. Nobody on tie game. He comes in.
0: And he's done that 11 times. And yet he's still. Done a normal save enough times to still lead the league.
1: And back in '89, like people used to do, I like, think I just I miss it, man. that have been like good pitching. I miss, like Eckers, pitching. Eckers, I miss twenty wins. Was it? Oh yeah, I missed twenty wins from a starting pitcher. I miss what was the big one? Thirty saves.
0: Yeah, complete games.
1: Oh god, Zambrano throwing a, a CG.
0: Yeah, man, that, like that or guy. complete game how... losses. Remember, remember, like eight inning complete game losses. Like yes. that used to be a thing. Yes. Or Hal? I mean, what was it? Hal Morris, who pitched ten innings in a playoff game.
1: Yeah. Now these pussies can't even play nine innings. They got to play seven. Get out of here. Can Those are my pussies. pussies? You're talking pussies? about. Can I say pussies? <laughs> uh, I, pussy?
0: Okay, let's get back to the Duke. Puppy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So the Duke comes in. Um, oh shit. Okay. So oh, Harry Doyle has this fun line. This guy threw at his own kid in a father-son game. Again, I think that's one my dad used against me in batting practice quite a bit. He'd always try to brush me off when I'd smoke some heaters back through the box. Um, So Willie, okay, so here we go. So we're two outs. Willie Mays Hayes is at bat and it's been established he's the leadoff hitter at an earlier scene in this movie. So we'll just remember that for later. He legs out an infield chopper. So he's on first base. Jake Taylor comes up. So who must be hitting second, I guess. Taylor is over 12 lifetime against the Duke. Taylor swings and misses, and Hayes steals second.
1: Calls a shot. He calls a shot, too.
0: On the next one, on the 0-1 pitch.
1: Does he Taylor call it on send, the 0-1? On yeah, the first
0: one? 0-1. Taylor sends a sign to the dugout, then calls his shot by pointing to the left field bleachers. The Duke throws up and in on Taylor. He, so Taylor calls his does the same sign again, calls a shot again on the 1-1 pitch. On this pitch, though, even though it's the exact same sign, Hayes takes off for third. So on the 0-1 version of this, same play, Hall. He doesn't take off for third. Okay, but anyways, so he takes off for third. We'll get over that. Hayes beats the throw. Uh, so uh, Taylor Bunce, uh, who saw this coming? uh hayes rounds third heads for home taylor legs out the throw to first hayes beats the throw home and slides in safely for the walk-off win indians win rachel phelps is sad and we pretend the credits roll as the fans from the field and dorn punches vaughn in the face the end of the movie because nothing else happens nothing else no. worth talking about
1: yeah, you're absolutely
0: right all right so what's your winner brag leave me out here
1: uh you know what's funny is i didn't pick a winner um I'll you just, just like
0: watching baseball don't
1: you yeah I'll just take I'll just take any game footage they <laughs> did have I did have build up like in there I did have other bullet points like the, there's a barrage of the, the Bob euchre lines uh the build up to the one game pennant thing whatever that was and then uh white when wild thing comes in those three things I, I, I'll I'll take that that's fine it's pretty much the movie anyway
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my thought process here was I was I was thinking similar to you where you were thinking the baseball scenes. I was thinking of of, uh, Harry Doyle scenes, um, kind of interspersing all of those together into a five minute. Um, But I decided to play by the rules on this one. Um, Again, nothing against you, just for my own uh, for my own rationale or lack thereof. So I went with the player introductions. I just thought it was cool to see kind of where everybody came from and um you know it sets up a lot of the dynamics between the players and obviously you see the the roger dorn is the entitled asshole of the team uh you see pedro serrano is the latin firecracker god forbid um that's that's always the the latin american ball player uh stereotype the always the the spark plug the firecracker ozzy guillen he's a firecracker um <laughs> so that's the one I went with, and then obviously the other. Oh, the other fun setup is the Serrano versus Ed Harris. Um, so you have the the religious old guy uh, versus the voodoo. Um, so it's just another fun little dynamic. All right, next game, Greg. Uh, most okay. So this one has a whole much longer name to it now, from most memorable moment to most memorable LOL slash oh shit moments. Um, so I had a bunch from this. Brag, you, I assume you had, you had quite a laundry list here as well.
1: Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Got six. I don't have, I didn't sit here and go through all of Bob Eucher, Harry Doyle's stuff just because it's all day. Um,
0: (laughs) and you knew I would, so yeah, yeah, okay,
1: fair. So, my first one is, uh, you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball?
0: <laughs> I tee that one up for you. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That's a yes. great one. Um, I love the Asian groundskeepers who oh. say they're shitty. Yes, <laughs> that one makes it into the into the group text quite a bit. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, one that I say in normal life. One that I say all the time. Doesn't matter. I mean, I guess my life is normal life, but so. Um, just a bit outside. Tried the, the corner and missed. Tried the corner and <laughs> <Yeah. he> missed. <laughs> it's just like that. So, uh, I'd like to believe that like a normal play-by-play guy isn't like him. Like I understand that they need to paint a picture for the listeners for somebody that's not visually seeing the game, but he takes it to a totally different level where he's like clearly that ball was like six feet outside. And As a guy who grew up,
0: up on Harry Carey, yes. Uh, yeah.
1: So can <laughs> When I you could this... hear the
0: old styles crack in the background. Right.
1: right. Can I get this out of the way or do I yes. have it later? Mm. Do I have it later? I've got it later. Never mind. Okay. I'll talk about it later.
0: All right. Well, I've got one at the beginning uh, where in the boardroom talking about the players invited to camp. Uh, I've never heard of half of these guys and the ones I do know are way past their prime. Another guy goes, most of these guys never had a prime. Uh, and then another guy goes, this guy here is dead.
1: Yes, uh, just cross them off, the off the list then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I mentioned a bunch of these earlier. Look at this fucking guy. Um, the Dorn, come on, Dorn, get in front of the damn ball. Don't give me this old label shit. Um, oh God. Uh, Lou Brown to Willie Mays Hayes after a few swings in the cage well you may run like Mays but you hit like shit Um, again that was a good one Uh, who are these fucking guys oh god yeah Uh, oh Harry Doyle after Vaughn walks the bases loaded on 12 straight pitches boy how can these guys lay off pitches that close
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. He, his artistry is is beautiful.
0: Uh, also mentioned, forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. This guy threw at his son and his threw at his own kid in a father son game. Oh, Jake Taylor, one his probably his only funny line in the movie uh, when they're at that awful when he's stalking. <laughs> never mind. Uh, when he's at the apartment that isn't Lynn's, um, and the and one of the old lady, one of the ladies who's obviously a a rich woman says uh like oh i didn't i didn't remember cleveland even had a team and he goes yeah we got uniforms and everything it's really great um for some reason that makes me laugh every time um that's about all i had i think you can say pretty much everything that harry doyle says but i tried to pick out only just a few same thing of lou brown did you have a favorite brag
1: sure well i still have um four. Oh, sorry oh, <laughs> so, my bad just like i guess he's i went on a roll there and missed them all off so uh I think and I'll just go ahead and I'll just say this now. I think this is my winner and I think it's just because uh, of of like how underrated these guys are. And I didn't notice it until maybe the third time watching it. So um, the drum circle fan, when Vaughn gives up the grand slam right after he loads up the bases, (laughs) you you can barely hear it. But he goes, no way, that's too high. That's too high. <laughs> guy, I, I said too hard. <laughs> the guy after, the guy after, they're, sitting, they're just giving him shit. And he's like, not too high, too hard. And then the other guy, who gives a shit, it's gone. <laughs> like, that's me. Like, for sure, that's me. I'd just be like, fuck, that's way too far. That's way too far. It's just making shit. No, mother, fucker, that's not a thing. It can't be too far. Uh, Let's see here, uh, a Doyle quote, that's all we got, one goddamn hit. And then his <laughs> producer, you can't say goddamn in the air, nobody's listening anyway. So if that's not <laughs> That's epitome, all we got,
0: one goddamn hit? <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> that's the epitome of this podcast anyway. And then the other two aren't really funny, but uh, I've used them before, Taylor, before the mystery game. Uh, there's only one thing we have to do when the oh, whole God. fucking thing, or no, yep. maybe it's not, be, is that before? No, that's earlier yep. in the season. Yep. Uh, and it's then when they go on
0: the run right before the, the hunks, the junks to hunks. Yes.
1: Gosh. Yes. And then, uh, you've already said it, but I've got a thing. I actually dressed and this is, I know that I kind of said that I hated him, but I, I, I'm not a big Halloween guy. Let's just go off on a tangent here um I'm maybe now that I have kids and they're oh they're getting to the age where they can kind of walk and do their own things now like I think Beckett will have more fun this year if we're allowed to do it like full-on like normal and so maybe then I'll start caring a little bit more but I just never cared and so I was always like hey like do you like want me to dress as something or like do you want me to do something like kind of tie in with yours and so uh long story short I ended up dressing like kind of preppy. I can't remember what it was for, but it wasn't necessarily to be Roger Dorn, but it was for something else. And uh, my buddy had dressed up, I'm talking full on shaved the fucking triangles in the back of his head, Ricky Vaughn. And we totally reenacted this whole scene drunk out of our fucking minds where I just walked up. I probably walked up to him six times trying to get it the, the right way where I've got one thing to say to you strike this mother fucker out and just like slammed a baseball (laughs) into his hand. But yeah, that's the other quote that I got. So yeah, I I don't know what the whole Halloween bullshit was, but it was basically just like I didn't give a fuck. and So I didn't dress. At any point, did you
0: punch him in the face later afterwards when you're celebrating? (sighs) Because that would be the full
1: I don't know, it' was 20, 20, 19 or 20. So, like, so I probably. I don't okay. fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so my best, obviously. I, the, anything that came from the drum circle uh, people, which we may or may not talk about them again later on. We Let's will. Um, uh,
0: my best was, was one you hit on earlier, and that's just a bit outside. I think that one works every time. Anytime a bad joke in our group text goes off, You could easily just throw out just a bit outside. Uh, It's just as good as like, or, and then you can obviously respond back with like one of the missing the point gifts, but um, I get very defensive in that group.
1: Yeah. You know that there's a, um, there's a part in this movie that I'm surprised you didn't say because this is what, what gift Jeff of the movie and to stick with your trend. I might've written this one down. You did not talk about the, do you have it written down?
0: You t- you come with me. I'll show it to you on the live campus. If-
1: say you come with me because it's got. Oh so- God. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh the part where Harry Doyle says something like, and that's you know they lead off with. I think they hit, get a lead off hit, and he turns to the reporters and the oh. suite next to him, and they give him the thumbs up. And then the very next play, or not even the very next play, he the gets very picked next off first. Hit, yep. Yeah, yeah, picked off first, and they all turn to him. and They start jerk off motion over to him like there's 15 dudes in a suite just jerking off to him i was like i thought for sure you'd have that one written down
0: no oh you got me there i definitely should have no i had uh when ricky vaughn is in the pitching cage and he throws the fake batter in his head and his head falls off um that's good that was the one i thought okay yeah all right well i did just a little bit just a bit outside all right we i i feel bad now that i didn't have that one you're right all right next game uh next category clock clock slash phone check so at what point if any did you check your clock to see how much time was left in the movie or did you start checking your phone brag i'm gonna go first here because i had a very specific time and a very specific reason this was 48 minutes and 29 seconds so jake has stalked lynn back to what he thinks is her apartment He doesn't have the balls to go in and follow her. So he goes and drinks for courage at the bar. Then he goes back. Oh, the go back, never go back. Uh, Then he goes back and he gets off the elevator immediately into the apartment. And Lynn is there with her fiance and some dinner guests who are elitist as fuck. And Lynn's fiance is being a total dick to Jake. Uh, And I'm just, uh, and my, my note is, holy fuck. This is stupid. There is no need for any of this. It feels so forced. But then there's a slight playoff uh, payoff. I, I already said this one in one of the quotable lines where uh, Jake says, yeah, we got uniforms and everything. It's really great. And that scene just goes on forever. So that was my clock check.
1: Okay. Can we? What, I'm, I'm going to get the, this out of the way before we get to the catch-all. Uh, no, I can't though. I can't. I guess I can get one part of it out of the way. Who the fuck are the old people? The average.
0: No, remember, you don't hang out in your age group. You hang out in your (sighs) income group,
1: bro. That's your grandma. You're hanging out Uh, with your grandma and your grandpa. I I, I don't. I don't
0: get it. I don't get it. I know they're supposed to be yuppies like, I thought they were yuppies at first And then I looked at them I'm like, oh no, these are like
1: Lawyers, like 40, lawyer 50, 60 bags. year old people No offense like, to these the are lawyer not... community But these guys are like And Renee like Russo
0: is supposed to be in her 20s or something Like, yeah, I don't get the ages The whole The ages of nobody makes sense in this movie
1: No, because And, uh, and
0: also they called they call Ricky Vaughn He said he was, in, he was a juvenile delinquent juvenile. last year
1: <laughs> why well, like, I mean what? It's, that's He was 17? Euchre said that though, right? So, who knows? Yeah, he also really said that 17.
0: Clue Haywood should have been a convicted felon. <laughs> well, he should have been.
1: <laughs> well, he should have been. <laughs> I think I have that written down somewhere, though. He says, uh, yeah, he says, he says the whole Hayward thing. It says Hayward leads the league in uh, most offensive categories, including nose hair. When this guy sneezes, oh, he God. looks like a party favor. <laughs> And then he says, he's a felon. <laughs> and he says, crushes one towards South America, which I thought was great, too. If I had not, those three written me. down. That's it. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> fantastic. All right. I didn't check my phone. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to All the right, uh, MVP.
0: All right. MVP. So I'm going to kick this one off. My first one. Um, okay. I've got a bunch here. A couple of them are kind of jokes, but we'll go through it. My first serious one, Lou Brown. Managed the Toledo Mudhens for 30 years. Currently managing a tire shop. Uh, we've kind of gone through a bunch of his one-liners. They are just the best. Um, I, the one I didn't mention, when he pisses on Roger Dorn's contract. That's great. That's fantastic.
1: Hey, Before we get um, too far and we forget about the Toledo Mud Hens, that's a real team. Yep. And I've seen them a
0: lot. They're a uh, Tigers, Triple A.
1: Yeah. They're, they're in the independent league, and they say that too. That's the same mm-hmm. league that the Indians are in. Yes. Not, not these Indians, the Indianapolis. Indians. God.
0: Yes. Let's specify. We're not
1: which... called that anymore. Are we,
0: we were as of last year?
1: No, I don't. I think they changed the name. Okay. I'm well, going to look it up. We'll okay. Continue. Uh,
0: so yeah, he pisses on Roger Dorn's contract. Uh, he stands there naked when Rachel Phelps comes into the clubhouse. I'm too old to go diving behind lockers. Um, And then, oh, God, when he's telling them that they're all going to get fired next year and Dorn says, even me, and he just goes deadpan right at him, goes, yes, even you, Dorn. Um, (laughs) And then using the cutout of Rachel Phelps as motivation. Again, that's straight out of what my my dad would have done something like that, I feel. What?
1: We are still the Indians.
0: Oh, God. Last... Last to catch on. Awesome. So anyways, uh, yeah. So those are my Lou Brown highlights. Obviously the one-liners, the pissing on the contract uh, too, too old to go too old to not be standing there naked. Uh, even you, Dorn, and the out of Rachel Phelps's motivation. Those are my, those are my big Lou Brown takeaways.
1: So uh, before we started the podcast, I talked to you about how I got my taxes done today. And speaking of taxes, my first MVP is Mr. Joe. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, not, not a slight at him. It was just my terrible, uh, attempt at a transition into, you know, some sort of professionalism, but it didn't work. Instead, it turned into, you know, probably getting me put on some sort of hit list or something, but I do miss I him, man. Of I miss him. And let me be frank with everybody. I've never seen blade, never had the, um, desire to see blade uh i miss like fun action like
0: u.s marshals
1: yes that's the that's the one i was going for a little bit of a smart ass but like athletic yeah badass yeah miss wesley snipes and he's great in this movie he's in two right
0: does omar epps come in omar for him, epps comes like... in in
1: two you're right you're right oh they couldn't afford wesley snipes in no two. no yeah
0: Man. We'll talk about that one. on not Major League Two podcast yeah. <laughs> for next year's next year's opening day.
1: <laughs> just for our Patreon members, you can check out the Major League Two <laughs> podcast. Um, oh shit! So, uh, let's snake draft this real quick. I yeah. only have four, by the way. Go for it. Uh, next one, I kind of talked about him already. Uh, Chelsea Ross. Yeah. Uh, just a just a chef's kiss. He's just a, a perfect actor to be a like a, a redneck uh, Jesus loving. I don't know.
0: Uh, you buy him completely, right? I almost like said
1: the bad word, but Jesus-loving asshole is basically what he is. But he's great. I mean, he's not really an asshole. He's just like, just a, a grumpy old veteran that has Vagisil on his right hip. Vag—I'm sorry, Vagisil—and shoves <laughs> jalapenos up his nose. <laughs> jalapenos up his nose, uh, in case the ump's are watching him. You know, just uh, fantastic. So, who's your next one?
0: what do you think about Charlie Sheen? So, just how you thought about kind of the perfect actor for the perfect role, I had Charlie Sheen slash Rick Vaughn. Cause I know a lot of times I parcel between the character and the actor as kind of my favorite or least favorite. Yeah. For me, it was the meshing of those two together. I don't, I wasn't aware of, like, I'm not a, I don't know what the tabloids were in the late 80s. I know that Charlie Sheen was an eccentric character. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't know where he exactly fit in, but I assume that he was like the, I I kind of have a note that he's probably the tabloid Prince of Hollywood at this time. Um, He looks like he can throw. Um, I know they talk about this in behind the scenes that he was probably thrown in the top in the high 80s, but they also had him on like a 50 foot mound. So there was probably jacking up some stuff and he was also taking steroids for the role. so um (laughs) like i don't know how much of that is real um but he at least looked like he could throw and he looked like he could be crazy um and so he's funny uh his haircut his glasses um but he's also the victim of rookie hazing so it's this really weird like he's this complete badass in one way but in the other way he's still just a rookie fresh meat um and then also the Susan, the Suzanne Dorn um, bit, which I'm sure I'll talk about more later. Uh, and also he gets the big outs and the win in the one game playoff, so he's kind of the hero of this movie. He and his character.
1: Yeah, I agree. So for me, you asked me at the beginning, but you didn't want me to answer um, what I thought about Charlie Sheen. And so I guess what I think about Charlie Sheen is that I can't, I can't separate. 1989 charlie sheen from now or from 2010 11, yeah when was charlie that machine <laughs> winning
0: yeah oh, I, can't, God.
1: I can't erase that those like those interviews out of my head
0: uh, t- was it was a tiger blood or tiger tiger, tiger blood yeah
1: winning <laughs> everybody hashtag winning
0: uh, moving on but yes yeah, but yeah, it's hard to separate yeah. those two i, I get yeah. what you're saying
1: yeah go ahead um one.
0: so my next one is Harry Doyle just he's a one line he's a one line machine um we've already said all of this, so let's not go through it but well, that that's would my next one it. too okay yeah. all right you do a couple here
1: well I, I don't have any lines but what I what I wrote down and you're 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 gonna hate this probably but um if you just think about his voice originally I, I thought I got some Don Fisher vibes from him like okay. Like,
0: a less serious Don yeah, Fisher? well,
1: obviously. So then the oh, next one... has got I... some serious,
0: serious yeah. games he's been yes. calling lately. Yes, <laughs>
1: and, so, and then the next one I have... He's like the original Brockmire. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. So if you guys haven't seen Brockmire, I think it's... Oh, I don't even know what channel it's on, but just IFC. search out. IFC, that's right. Yeah, it's great Hank Azaria. Fantastic. I mean, just... just This guy... So just take Bob Euchre and just amp up his alcoholism and add a little bit of drugs... Mm-hmm. and uh yeah turn it into a tv series just about him <laughs> that's that's what Myers is about uh so then my next one and it's there's no way you have this one on yours uh and it, this is also my last one is uh the drum circle crew
0: yeah i definitely don't have that one yep mm-hmm. yeah just but tell the, me about it
1: <laughs> the sarcasm well we already kind of went into them a little bit my favorite line from them uh the wave I thought the wave was great. They're like, "Hey, we, you, you should start one of those, uh, those waves." And it's like just those two guys, and they're they're even then they're off sync. It's at the very beginning, where you got
0: to remember, like the wave was new in the late eighties. Yeah. Like that was like a a fad that took over the nation. Uh,
1: I I don't like a wave now that I'm grown <laughs> up and like I'm invested into the game. But dude, when I was a kid, oh, I couldn't wait for the wave. You better believe my ass was jumping up like out of the seat and everything. I'm almost as
0: tall as a real person.
1: Dad, here (laughs) it comes. Here
0: it comes. Here it comes.
1: All right. Use your finger to track it as it goes around the stadium. It's over there now. It's over in
0: 215, 216. It's
1: going. It's like, leave me alone. Kerry Holcomb just got there. Kelly Holcomb just got sacked again. Damn it.
0: We used to be able to smoke cigarettes here. Leave me alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now they make me, the the RCA dome, you couldn't even see down to the field. They used to be so smoky. Uh uh my winner's easy you're my winner. i got got
0: two i got two more oh uh pedro serrano just the Mm -hmm. cuban voodoo guy uh sacrifices rum and yeah uh jobu uh who gives his bats power sacrifices rum cigars and chickens to him uh reminded me a lot of sammy sosa growing up i know sammy's dominican uh but i feel like they had the exact same approach to the plate sammy couldn't hit curveballs for like
1: vooish. what do you call somebody that's voodoo voodoo ish
0: I I don't know voodoo. They
1: practice voodoo. He's voodoo. A person. I don't know practices.
0: (laughs) Oh god, this is what we're using Google for.
1: (laughs) What is a person who practices voodoo called? A voodooist. Uh. Um.
0: I don't know. All right. Well, let's. uh, Anyways, so I had Pedro Serrano, um, and then my last. My last candidate is Suzanne Dorn. I know you were high on what was her name, Maggie, Maggie Witten.
1: Mm-hmm. Suzanne Dorn's smoking hot. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, like when she comes there, hot. Yeah, when she comes there and says "coffee, anybody?" as her husband is getting his ass reamed out, he sees Roger cozying up to another woman on live newscast. So she gets full on sexified and tracks down Rick Vaughn in a dive bar, takes him back to his and i guess jake taylor's apartment and fucks him and leaves that's pretty pretty bold pretty bold move uh i have this written down is she the og cougar like that was a pretty cougar move right picking up on apparently an 18 year old guy in a bar an 18 year old
1: felon yeah probably (laughs) the other thing is the other thing is and, and hear me out um i didn't find her attractive when she was trying to be attractive i didn't she was more
0: attractive as the tennis wife or whatever like that so that yeah Uh uh-huh yes i I agree agree. with that but i was still into it she was i was a big fan of uh i don't even know the actress playing her i probably should have looked that up and i'd probably be just disappointed that she's been dead for 15 years too but um no i hope not um but sorry you already declared your winner right did i hear you
1: no i was just gonna say it's it's uh uh i don't even know his name in the movie it's bob uecker harry doyle harry doyle Yep.
0: okay yeah of course that has to be the winner i had that too
1: yep i wrote uh uh, um, while the movie would be funny without him he was pivotal
0: yeah and i said i may regret this after the next round but for better or worse he's the best character there you go all right so let's get into this is this is where i go completely off the rails let's go to the lvp um brag i'm gonna just go ahead and jump right into mine um my first listed one is the city of cleveland (laughs) Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Is there a less visually appealing city in America? It's like the Bratislava of the United States. Like, it's just so disgusting. Uh, Joe Kim Noah has already said it better than I ever could. Uh, he, he uh, there's a YouTube clip of him getting interviewed about why he hates Cleveland. And he calls it depressed, sad and nothing but factories. Um I think he says something about, has anybody ever said they're going on vacation to Cleveland? Uh, I've never heard anybody say that, uh, me, me neither. Um, it's also called The Mistake by the Lake. I think it's called that for a reason. And my favorite note of this is, the city was so overrun by industrial pollution that the Cuyahoga River that's sang about in the intro to this movie by Randy Newman has actually set itself on fire at least 13 times most famously in 1969 that precipitated heavy environmental protections and regulations in Ohio and across the nation. The city sucks so much that the river sets itself on fire out of depression and self-loathing. Yep. The city of Cleveland, yep. least <laughs> candidate, val- candidate for least valuable.
1: Yeah, I mean, you took about enough. I don't need another personality Wesley Snipes uh, Sorry, he added me to his hit list i don't need the entire city of cleveland adding me to their hit list um which i'm not sure that they would ever listen to this because that would require them to have a cell phone and everybody there is a piece of shit i am oh. also
0: doing johnny menzel money grubbing right now so I'm yeah happy. well i'm also grabbing
1: my crotch like their current their current quarterback did in college because everybody's so freaking class. Classy there and like super mature and, and and you know understands football. But
0: they had LeBron James, everybody. He's like <laughs> he's the the son of the city, even though yeah. he's from Akron.
1: That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You give me so, something
0: because my next one's gonna be my next three are gonna be long too. So okay.
1: I only have something. two. I only have two. Um I feel like if I go this one early, I gotta save my second one for at least a little bit of a punch on it. I'm gonna take this one here. I think you probably have this one on yours. My first LVP, and it's not probable it's not really because of her acting. Oh, yes. For, you, per se, yep. but it's definitely Renee Russo or her character in this. Uh, okay. She allowed somebody to stalk her well, Okay.
0: Let's not, let's, let's phrase that differently. You no. don't allow somebody no. to
1: No, no. She, she allowed She it. wanted
0: that, didn't she? she? Yeah.
1: Well, she, not, no, I'm sorry. She didn't, she, I put let. They didn't say allowed. I said allowed now, but. Let me say she encouraged Yes. What, what that's the, the word weird part about for? yes. She, she, it's like she for. got
0: off on the fact that this guy was stalking her. Like yes. she I don't ever want to victim blame if that's what was actually happening, but <laughs> but for all intents and purposes, god damn it. I'm gonna literally say she was asking for it, aren't I? You're gonna get me <laughs> you're gonna get yes. me to say it.
1: Yes. Yes. So then the other thing is uh two, uh, two other bullet points on her. Um, Once sh- I wrote down, I probably don't fully agree with this now that I'm thinking about it, but threw away her fiance for a bum legged catcher uh, mm-hmm. because they beat the Yankees to win one game.
0: I just had to see you play.
1: Yeah. So I, now granted, I would assume Jake Taylor probably makes more money.
0: Sixty-three thousand dollars was the league minimum in nineteen eighty-nine,
1: and he's not. Did he get paid the minimum? He didn't pay.
0: Yeah, because that's what he says. They say, uh, "How much do you get paid?" Well, I get paid the league minimum. He says that at the at her fiance's apartment, where that really awkward, awful scene is happening.
1: Okay, so why don't you go ahead and uh, Google the average lawyer pay in nineteen eighty-nine while I tell you my last bullet point on Renee Russo and why she was bad. Uh, she was an Olympic. 000. What yep. was it?
0: 105,000. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I guess La- my bull point was lawyers
0: get paid. Lawyers get paid in any generation. Yeah, <laughs> true.
1: So um, she was an Olympic athlete and became what Holton. she wanted to be was a librarian because, <laughs> quote, books are my life now, end quote.
0: <laughs> so, You're just mad at me because I never read Moby Dick. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, and then so, his, even his come on to her is so pathetic. Stop like saying, I wanna have come kids.
1: on. Come um, on to something. Come on to blank. Don't say that. Okay. No, now I now phrasing. I don't know words. I mean you can say that. Just watch the watch the phrasing. Right, okay, go ahead so. and I wanna I wanna save my um I wanna save my last lvp for 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 the end.
0: Okay. So I had Renee Russo as well. Don't like her. Don't find don't think she's a good actress. Don't think she's likable or attractive. And this whole, she just seems shoehorned in the movie and it's a better movie without her character or her character storyline. I include Jake and Lynn's entire love story. So I had Renee Russo and Jake and Lynn's love story as two separate items. Uh, I felt like it's uh, like a Hollywood producer saw the version of this movie and he says, um, if you put a love story in there, I will greenlight this movie. And so they had to just create this awful love story that didn't make any sense just so they could get it greenlit. It feels forced and unnecessary. I don't believe the characters dated previously or have any reason to date in the future. There's no chemistry, heavy stalker vibes. So that's what I had. Um, My last one, um, God, here we go, deep breaths. Native American imagery. Here we go.
1: There it is. How long are we? We're a good probably half hour into the into the pod now. <laughs> and
0: it's I, I I've, I've managed to avoid it so far. So I'm gonna get over the name of the team. I'm gonna get over the logo. I'm gonna get over the giant statue of the Native American at the beginning of this movie and focus on some other stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna acknowledge those and not even not focus on those because there's so many other stuff here. Here we go. We start off in the beginning of the movie. Announcement on the front page of the paper. Ex-showgirl wife becomes chief. Okay, okay. just let that, let that linger there for a second. Also, both the articles featured in that section had articles about the Cleveland Cavaliers, including Larry Nance. Uh, just thought that was interesting. That's why you pause those for the wrong time and nerd out. Okay, Harry Doyle refers to, referring to fans as, quote, friends of the feather. Harry Doyle. A lot of new faces in Chief Wahoo's tribe this year. Harry Doyle refers to the Indians as, quote, wigwambers, fans in stands with headdresses and banging on drums in front of a giant teepee. (laughs) Love those guys. Uh, Harry Doyle refers to the spots where home runs are hit, or where home run balls land as, quote, off the reservation two times. (laughs) Harry Doyle refers to Indians as, quote, eerie warriors. Lake Erie, not scary, just, just to clarify there. Still still offensive. Uh, Harry, Do- <laughs> Harry Doyle refers to Indians as, quote, sons of Geronimo. <laughs> Harry Doyle's radio show is called Teepee Talk. Yes. <laughs> the Sports Illustrated cover article is called, quote, tribe on the warpath. There are several women and fans doing Native American vocalizations. And no, I will not do samples or pretend what those may be. Uh, newspaper headline, Indian scalp socks, tie yanks for title. TV reporter yelling, quote, Kawabunga with a Native American headdress and war paint. Harry Doyle's other radio show called, quote, Indians powwow (laughs) Harry Doyle but in the meantime get your tomahawks ready Cleveland and uh here's my last one (laughs) my last one and this is just like the creme de la creme of awfulness this is Harry Doyle's opening to the one game playoff versus the Yankees Hello again, everybody. Harry Doyle bidding you a big wahoo welcome from Municipal Stadium, where tonight, before a capacity crowd of 75,000 screaming featherheads, the fighting Braves of the Cuyahoga will leave their teepees in search of Cleveland's first league championship in over 30 years.
1: It's so funny because, like, it's just 1989, not because its I'm laughing at racism. Is this no. racist?
0: Is it racism? I'm just laughing at just how many ways can you you denigrate a group of people so directly? Dude,
1: you're getting away with all of this until 2020. All of it. You get away, with, maybe not as extreme, but you're getting away with all of that. Seventy-five
0: thousand until... screaming featherheads. <laughs> featherheads.
1: That's the the one fighting Braves
0: of the Cuyahoga will leave yeah. will leave their teepees in search of Cleveland's first league championship in over thirty years.
1: Yes, yes, they were they were uh, whatever that they broke open the encyclopedia on Native Americans. Well, it's probably under Indians back then. Let's be honest. And just oh. broke down every sort of uh, stereotype they could have. Speaking of that, along those lines, my um, my last LVP and my winner uh, were the Cleveland Indians fans signs. Oh
0: my goodness! <laughs> Thank you. Awful. I so, tried at different times to focus on. I gave up. Thank yes. you for doing this. So
1: one of them is one of them is Cleave Land. <laughs> <laughs> on one sign, it just says cleve Land. <laughs> Uh, there's one of them that is two signs that is either two O's or just a zero zero. That's With a dash it. between Yes. There's no dash.
0: Oh no. Okay.
1: It's just zero zero or O O. Now maybe it's zero zero for Hayes, Maze Hayes. Oh. But. That, that's not like it was like written in the style of their letters or anything yeah, you just go to a Randy
0: Johnson game and write 51. yeah like that wasn't <laughs> I'm rooting for
1: 51. This is Yay! Where this, this, this is where it gets good. So obviously there's wild thing there's tons of wild thing signs um, which is fine and then we've got Indian power that's Oh, one of them. yes. Indians are hot <laughs> And then my personal favorite uh, and again, this is this is just because it's funny in 1989 uh tribe burnham. burn them oh, like burn yes. them. tribe okay. burn them with flames I was on having the flashbacks
0: sign, I to, to panic room there for a second no
1: not like bo burnham
0: <laughs> no panic room uh forrest whitaker's name was burnham
1: oh no. anyways i meant like yeah. bo burnham like bo Bichaud, no i got that too a yeah boston arian librarian yeah all right so that was uh, your winner that's my winner. The, the LVP is the fans' signs.
0: Okay. So I know I went heavy, <laughs> heavy on Native American imagery. Um, but the real loser in this movie is all of us for having to watch Lynn and Jake's love story. I, I, I had that as the LVP. You take that 15 minutes out of this movie, and suddenly it's a 90 minute movie. It's quicker, it's funnier, and no one misses anything. And here's the twist, Brag. Bear with me. The love story is with baseball, not a librarian, swimmer,
1: swimmer, librarian.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Former swimmer, current librarian. You're right. Swimmer. Librarian. Gold yeah. Digger. Well, I mean, she clearly wasn't in with a fiance for love. I mean, if she was willing to leave him because. Yeah. Jake Be- Taylor.
1: Just because he know. came back. Just because he's back from Mexico. Remember they because said he went thirty five uh, and
0: eleven we, in the final forty six games of the season. We
1: had him we had him two years ago. We had, <laughs> we had him, him four years three years ago. years ago. We had him four years ago. Yeah. God. So I mean the guy's been gone for a while. Okay. Let's right, let's, uh, a, let's try to uh to, to run wrap right through moonlighting and not look yeah. back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So moonlighting uh, is there an Oscar contender or winner that should be should have come from this movie? So this is a meh year in a glory and driving Miss Davy, ugh, driving Daisy? Miss Daisy. There you go. Um, and so my quick answer here is no one and nothing. There is nothing, <laughs> there is nothing worth celebrating from the Academy from this movie. Agreed. I assume yeah. I was going to say that's an easy one for you. All right, we're going to our favorite. We had a bunch, I think, in this one. Brag. This mm-hmm. is the catch-all category. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so did we miss anything that we should talk about yes i'm gonna i'm gonna lob a first one off here just because i i think you and i both have several here so let's just go back and forth into the snake draft again uh, i'm gonna start out with and just say the movie starts very slowly like they're showing the opening credits are ugly long and boring just showing how bad cleveland really is
1: is that the toy story guy
0: Randy Newman, Yep.
1: is that him all right cool yes okay.
0: He's also the I love L.A., I think. He hates Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you go.
1: So my first bullet point is I can't wait for cancel culture to get a hold of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, is is that your nickname for me? Right. The Cleveland Indians, (laughs) uh, the animal cruelty with snakes oh yes um and they were going to sacrifice a live chicken had he they been put that snake
0: right up to uh, spray paint like yes. that so that it was breathing and licking in spray paint
1: yes uh and the object i put objectification of rachel phelps she had <clears throat> go ahead
0: i'm not going to victim blame two women in one podcast
1: go ahead that's what i thought okay my next one <laughs> Uh, wait was I that thought, two
0: or three okay Keep
1: going. Go. i thought uh i thought jake taylor's first throw down to second was pretty good when uh the one
0: hopper and yeah. that guy laid hard yeah yeah he shows sure was right, to yeah. where,
1: right where the runner was going to be i mean yeah. javi baez makes that he makes a good throw look blind, like sweep that tag. Anyway.
0: blind sweep tag blind yeah. sweep tag <laughs> out every time yep done That's all right
1: play by the shortstop
0: so here, I'm going to bump a couple here. So you had Wesley Snipes saying that he was a, he was sneaky athletic. I didn't say you, that. You I referred to him as that. athletic earlier.
1: Yeah, he is athletic. No, he's not. What? No. Have you seen U.S. Marshals that do runs on a train?
0: Again, that's acting. He can act like he's running fast. So they even say this is behind the scenes that he was slow. They said that they had to fake it. He could he could act fast, but he couldn't actually run fast. Um, so I said, Oh God, this is awful. So Wesley Snipes is apparently very slow. So while white men might not be able to jump, this black man can't run. So I guess every stereotype has an outlier. Okay. Cut. Okay. Um, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. So they had Jake Taylor hitting second in the lineup. Is that the right spot for him?
1: Yeah. He's either second or ninth. Second or ninth. I think so. The
0: second is usually a guy with a lot of bat control. Yeah. Eh, Okay. He's probably their most.
1: You just want somebody behind him. Yeah. You just want somebody behind him. But he has no speed, so he's not. You can put Dorn at at second. Third. And then
0: Serrano fourth. Yeah. Okay.
1: The reason they have him there, you got got Mace Hayes in front of him. Just get Mm -hmm. Mace Hayes on. Once he's on, then. I just feel like that's a
0: lot of ground ball double plays if Hayes isn't already on second base.
1: Nah, he'll be all right. All right. Okay. All right, Um, so
0: I'm going to feed one back to you real quick. So we play softball together. We've talked about it. Mm -hmm. Our league starts in a few weeks. Which Mm -hmm. player do you think you're most like?
1: Mm. Which player do I think I'm most like?
0: I'll let you think about it for a second. So I I had Jake Taylor. So my knees are bad. My shoulder is shot. My whole body hurts. My prime ended four years ago, but I still love to play. And I stopped my teammates from fighting each other.
1: Hmm. Yeah, man, that's good. I don't. I'm. Um, I'm not a pitcher, so I can't no. pick Ricky Vaughn.
0: And you're not Ed Harris, Eddie Harris. I don't uh, think you're Roger be, Dorn.
1: I gotta be Pedro Serrano. Or... I was.
0: I was hoping to lead you to say that. Yeah. I was hoping you'd get there on your own.
1: I gotta get. I gotta be Serrano. <laughs> I just bust dingers, bro. That's what I do.
0: If they give you, if they give you a backspin ball, give you're, me a, you might be, you yeah. might be in trouble. no, no. I'm dead
1: serious. Those backspin balls, dude, <laughs> I messed with my head. I need to get a snake and uh, some rum or something.
0: Sacrifice hey, so, some chickens before a Thursday night game.
1: Right, right. So, uh, um, a couple quick questions here. Uh, why do baseball movies only care about winning the AL or NL? Oh my god. Okay, thank it, you. And not the World Series see angels in the outfield i'm assuming uh um rookie of the rookie of the year so what's called yes 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 uh Uh,
0: they lose in little big leagues so that doesn't sorry what about the
1: rookie what is he doing the rookie
0: i have never seen that it's
1: always so the angels i told you i i I bought four
0: chicks to see the rookie but i never saw it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so angels in the outfield is the first time in my life first time in my life that i had heard anything about a pennant fuck winning a pennant who cares
0: yeah, it's a flag. I want the ring.
1: Get to the, world, the ring. Win the World Series. Talk about winning a World Series or getting to a World Series. Quit saying the pennant. That's I mean, one thing I hate about baseball is that it won't ever move forward in uh, anything except for playing seven innings. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Other, I don't
0: like – yeah, the one thing I don't like.
1: Next question. Right. And then uh-huh. I have two more after this. But the next question, uh, when All-State guys praying, I guess, the sprinkler – All-State Serrano. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, the sprinklers in the locker room uh, are probably heat-activated, not smoke-activated, just a construction um, point out here to you guys. <laughs> Plus, there are multiple scenes where people are smoking cigars, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming, probably not marijuana cigars. Oh, um, they, don't,
0: they don't roll up blunts in the... Uh, no, or
1: they space. do now, probably. But, oh, well, um, only in California. Smoking cigars in the Michigan, locker room, and there's California. no problem. And plus, yeah. I'm pretty sure what he did was steam. So, well, no, well, there's, that seems was... not going to be that much. By the no. time it gets all the way up there, there's no way it's setting out sprinklers. That's stupid. No. Yeah. That it's not mad. believable. It made me mad. And I got two more whenever you're ready. I got two All
0: more. right, I'm going to pepper in a couple. So you already mentioned this about why do they stop at the, at the 163rd game. Um, just the one thing I wanted to add to that is especially, and you already mentioned this in one of your quotables, was – uh, I thought they were supposed to win the whole fucking thing. Like, that was a whole part of the rallying cry, and then the stop at game 163 is so arbitrary. Um, so, okay. I have a hypothetical here. Whatever happened to real stirrups?
1: Oh, man. I had real stirrups.
0: So, in my lifetime, yeah. we went from real stirrups. So, when you'd get your little, you know, first baseball game wardrobe kit.
1: When I was in backs, I had purple stirrups.
0: Yeah, they'd give you a real set of stirrups, and you'd have to wear some funky socks underneath them. Or mm-hmm. um, so we went from real stirrups for no practical reason to fake stirrups with the with printed on stripes.
1: Yeah, and then the color at the top, right? Yeah, the, and then like, the color, color at, the top. at the top, yeah.
0: And now they're just solid colors with maybe some stripes or, or like a logo on them. Like
1: I like those better. I like those.
0: How? What? How? And why? Why don't? Why do, why do people care about socks and baseball?
1: It just looks better, man. The surfs okay. look like... I was two. always a
0: high-knee guy. High-knee guy, more, too. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right. Big
1: time. Not, um, not, the, not the loose, like, boot cut. Pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No.
0: Uh, so, I also wanted to say the greatest game ever played was on a Wednesday in Cleveland. Just throwing that out there. Yes. Um, right. Jake Taylor and Rick Vaughn were roommates.
1: Yeah. So I what about is going that. on here? So I thought about that. So here's the thing. So he's a rookie. He's yeah. clearly got a past. He has no money. So and Jake, probably Jake just Taylor's like, making eh, sixty three grand, and he has well, he's no money. he got a saved. place in Cleveland. So right. He has no? no
0: money saved up. You know, I mean, he's not sleeping in a Mexican hotel because he's Bro. cutting corners.
1: <laughs> if I was, why am I looking around like she's here? She's not going to listen to this podcast either. But if I was single, in a major league baseball player in the mexican league that's exactly how you would find me every day
0: well they made an entire eastbound and down season about that so probably
1: yeah Yeah. okay yeah, i'd still have money so it didn't matter okay down.
0: i just don't think he's doing well financially
1: i mean well enough to probably have an apartment to help out the the ramen
0: and hot dogs
1: doesn't matter i eat a lot of ramen and hot dogs (laughs) i had an apartment two bedroom bro Uh, two bedroom two bath
0: all right, my last one, brag, and I'll let you close it out after this, is uh, so I told you I had problems with uh, Willie Mays, Hay- or sorry, I should say Wesley Snipes, and I thought that Charlie Sheen was pretty believable. Uh, so who was your most believable player? Who did you buy as an as somebody who might be actually, you know, not obviously major league quality, but you're like, oh, he might be able to actually play in a pickup game of you know some consequence or rec league i should say i don't, yeah, I don't I know if anybody that. plays pickup baseball
1: um probably I about jake, serrano maybe probably taylor i think jake taylor yeah. would probably do it how okay. he would be a catcher though he'd be a first baseman
0: yeah because you can't have him you can have
1: bad knees no catch okay you can't do it okay okay here we go i'll let that happen here we go Here's some good stuff. Not
0: even Serrano though. Sorry, I'm still
1: no, there. no. He's so you strong. Go, yeah, oh, he's not, his arms weren't that big.
0: I know that was weird.
1: Um, <laughs> his chest is like built in the chest and everything. His arms just don't look that big. Um, so um, back to the whole like every baseball movie kind of thing. Every baseball movie that has a villain is a big guy. Yep. He's White. He has some sort of. Uh, uh,
0: uh. Ken Griffey's the bad guy
1: in uh little not talking about this. In little League. Listen, let me get to what I'm getting to here <laughs> just a second. He's white. He has either a fu man chew. Yep, yep, Or a really solid mustache. He's also chewing the living shit out of an entire bag of uh, red, red man Klaw, red man or whatever it's called. <laughs> chewing tobacco. Multiplicity. Yep. And he has to have a giant spit. Like mm-hmm. three or four times in slow motion. Makes, yes,
0: a slow mo
1: like that. Yeah. So that was another <laughs> thing that happened here. Um, I get it in Rookie of the Year. Like I get it. Like you're, it's like a little kid. Like, I'm her a little game, man. You yeah, know, like that John guy. John looking motherfucker. Yeah. Like I get that one, but in this, I mean, boo-hoo. boo-hoo. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have done that one uh
0: again we have plenty more (laughs) plenty more baseball seasons so
1: uh okay here's the here's my big one so condo questions that's what this one's called condo condo questions let's roll it lawyer guys commodo where's the fucking security if you're making a hundred something thousand dollars and you're living on the sixth floor in a penthouse I don't care if you're in Cleveland. The, uh,
0: the apartment opened, the elevator door yes. opens into I'm the getting,
1: apartment? Yes, getting there. Okay, sorry. Uh, I don't care if you're in Cleveland. I don't care if you're in Detroit. I don't care if you're in Valparaiso, Indiana. Whoa. Three of the shittiest cities in the United States of America. <laughs> there is going to be a security guard or some sort of security way, doors, something with a lock on it to where you only have a key. That uh, somebody's Carmel Lake. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody's going to stop you uh, from entering the building. Yes. So yeah. that did not happen. He hit the elevator button and walked right the fuck right into and his. Hold
0: on, you're forgetting apartment. one other thing. It when he followed her there the first time, he knew what floor she got off yes. on. Yeah. Because that sundial elevator yeah. floor thing mm-hmm. showed what floor she was getting off at. Yeah. Like. No, nah, I mean, if you okay. stay
1: if you stay anywhere with an elevator, usually there's that little digital thing next to it. That yeah, tells you're right. You're at. right. So. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And then so speaking of that apartment, the other movie it reminded me of was Along Came Polly, where where uh, an elevator walks right into an apartment. Yeah. It's the scene where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, talk- <laughs> 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 where he sharts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that one yeah wayne's so, world
0: 2 has one of those too
1: does it see i've yeah. never seen wayne's world 2 so oh my god um double feature okay so we've already talked about the wire the old people over at the dinner party <laughs> uh and then okay so then renee russo's apartment uh or condo so i'm assuming it's one of those where like there's probably a downstairs tenant and then she's got a little door and then the stairs go up and yeah. up into her apartment again so yeah
0: you have to walk upstairs to yes. actually yeah yeah
1: so the first time I believe the first time that he goes there, he, she Stonks just there. sits down on the couch and then just acts mm-hmm. and not surprised at all when she sees him at the top of the stairs.
0: My favorite part is when he's she starts uh, drawing circles with her finger on the back <laughs> of the couch, <laughs> back, <laughs> like back to the. Condo. He's gonna make a move on me. Circles, <laughs> circles,
1: circles,
0: circle, 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 circle. circle. Dot, dot. circle. <laughs> Uh,
1: So back to the apartment There's no fucking door (laughs) I guess to get in there I guess it's just stairs that goes straight up to an apartment Because she didn't hear the door (laughs) open Or she didn't lock the door Right Right.
0: Again she was I live She invited this to happen Yes. I don't want to say those words
1: Yes So I live in Noblesville, Indiana Which is in the same county His address
0: is one.
1: Carmel, Indiana, which is uh there I would lock my doors all the time. Oh. There, there's a recent murder there oh, and I would walk in my, my backyard. I would lock my doors all the time. Here, no murders, beautiful city, beautiful neighborhood. Uh I just I keep my doors locked. <laughs> like I don't understand it. I come in. And I got an alarm system. Especially what the fuck if, do I
0: need an alarm especially system? Especially if for? you're a moderately attractive woman in downtown Cleveland. Right? Like come on.
1: Yeah, especially downtown Cleveland. Uh so either so there's not lock. Walk- and then 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 come on bro Jake's out here he's got two B&Es two B&Es yeah. in like in an hour and a half he's got two uh-huh. B&Es Unbelievable and this guy's still allowed to play major league baseball. Get the fuck out of here!
0: Oh yeah, can you imagine the sports center the morning after? Jake Taylor arrested for felony stalking. Uh, he, did. <laughs> Lynn Wells, pressed charges overnight in the Cleveland District Court. I don't, yeah, I have right. no
1: idea. But when we come back. A Cleveland Indian catcher, has been arrested <laughs> for breaking and entering. Stay tuned to find out who.
0: We'll have Ricky Vaughn on at the twelve thirty hour.
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Lou Brown coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, wait, let's get to name that movie. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite it. part of the pod, and it's second favorite part, and it's just me. And uh, I don't have anything to tell you this time. I have nothing. <laughs> I watched the movie three times. I never heard him say the major league or major league. I heard him say uh, the majors. majors. Yeah, like maybe major league baseball. I think the they say that show, a couple I times. Think. The big yeah. show. Uh, you know, stuff like that, but never Major League. So all right. Wrong, you know, leave it in the comments. Do whatever you want. Shout out at Bragley. So, <laughs>
0: let's let's right. move on then one to the hitters. quick. Uh, let's go to one hitters. We'll talk about our feelings. All right. So this is what my mom used to ask me after movies. Here we go. Does movie make you laugh? Yes. Yeah. Lou Brown, Harry Doyle. Cry? No. No. Think? No. No. Educate? No. no. All right, easy. that was easy enough. Let's go on to Greener Grass.
1: There's no way you're going to tell me there's another version of this movie. Of course, there were at least two <laughs> right off yeah. top of my
0: head. It's, right. not,
1: it's not the same. I think we have a different version of like <laughs> this question.
0: All right, so here's how the question is asked. Is there another version of this movie? Of course there is another version of this movie. There's at least two. There's Major League 2 and Major League 3 back to oh the minors.
1: the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, all right. Uh,
0: what about the replacements? The replacements no, is like stop some... with
1: the replacements. You've used the replacements before. Use it. It's so obvious. Basketball. It's such a bad movie.
0: <laughs> that doesn't mean it's, it's not a different version of this movie. Uh, they get all these players from nowhere and put a winner together. No. I don't like it. You don't like it because you don't like the movie. You don't not because it's not a good comparison. Give me like what you got, Brainiac. Come like on, it, come on, blow me out of the water. I don't have here. anything. You're so smart. No. You're so good at this.
1: I put no. Okay. I mean, right. obviously, two and three are <laughs> other versions of this movie. Um, let's get to the good stuff, man. Let's get to right. uh, modern, modern movies. movies.
0: All yeah. right. Uh, can this movie be made today?
1: All right. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody sitting down. Cool. Uh, yes. What? So here's here's what we're going to change up a little bit. Obviously okay. we're going to change
0: Okay, I, need this. I need this. I'm the producer. or I'm the I'm the studio pitch it to me here cuz I'm and not We're going to
1: change it. the team name to the modern team name of Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Baseball Club.
1: Yes. And it's going to be this is going to be a series, a Netflix series or Hulu whatever.
0: Okay. Starring, I am I'm already imagining Ted Lasso.
1: You please starring and it's going to tell the story basically starring wesley snipes oh boy as the main character as the manager okay of the cleveland baseball what do they call that cleveland baseball team i have no idea of the cleveland baseball to
0: be named laters
1: yes um and basically the series is going to be a comedic series um with a little bit of seriousness about you know changing over and all this stuff and a little bit of like insight into you know you know treating people properly you know things that we should probably be doing um and equally but still
0: be baseball heavy
1: yes baseball okay, okay. heavy and comedically heavy as well okay okay so yeah very ted lasso ish um and uh i think you see a little bit of charlie sheen in
0: yeah i can see him don't come back
1: around or not but yeah, you're gonna see him in there telling um, old
0: wolf war stories out in the bullpen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Back
0: think... in back in '89, I was <laughs> uh, I fucked Roger Dorn's wife, and I still have a blister <laughs> on my cock. That, okay.
1: Anyways.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I think. A series with with Snipes and uh, maybe a little bit of Sheen.
0: I like that. You went creative with that. Okay. Yep. So I went with no. Um because I didn't think that creatively. I, I like where you went with it. Um, I said Will Farrell killed sports comedies for a generation with no. in like a five-year stretch,
1: no, no, don't
0: semi-pro, blades of glory, and Talladega Nights.
1: He killed it like what do you no, mean? Not, he killed not, it? No,
0: no, 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 Not not like he ruined them. Okay, Just that, That's like, what I was he did say. so many sports that they're like
1: I would let you have Blades of Glory as being bad, but the other two I can't I couldn't let you have that.
0: No, I don't mean that they're bad. I just mean that it's it's hard to do another basketball comedy with semi pro being fairly fresh out there. I don't know. I just don't 20 think years that the semi pro like 15. it's like fifteen. Fifteen maybe, yeah. Oh god. Okay, well that generation's almost up. All right. Well, I said that sports movies lately, at least. Oh, uh, well, no, let me, let me just start over. So, sports movies are so tough to make because there's like a fairly high bar, and sports comedies, especially, because they have to take the seriousness of the sport and actually make like a cognitive story out of it at the same time with comedy. Uh, I think it's, it's a hard combination, and they've, they've died out largely. I think they're expensive too, because you have to get a lot of the rights. Um, but I just think that a lot of the sports movies recently at least have been these like gritty dramas or these like Disney fied stories. So I just think that like so my answer is less about the major league movie not being makeable. I just think that sports comedies are, are are kind of tough these days. There's a lot to a lot to factor in.
1: I think comedies are gonna be tough for a little while anyway.
0: Oh good um, point. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just think like the world sucks right now so um, and I
0: think a lot of the comedies are going for like you see it in like the 30 minute sitcoms a lot more or not sitcoms necessarily but 30 minute comedies or dramedies I think are
1: dramedies yeah I like it it. All right, let's rename the movie I'm not going to so actually I've got one and it's really stupid so So mine mine's a wild thing
0: okay mine's lose crew (sighs) yeah
1: these are terrible. I'm yeah, get rid of that segment.
0: No, we need to keep it. We just need to get better <laughs> movies that aren't so we do movies that are like so obviously yeah. named. Like
1: baseball. We'll, yeah. This one's called baseball. <laughs> Generic baseball film. Cleveland baseball team. All right. So I
0: have a new category that I'm adding in, and I've warned you about. You don't need to give me an input this time, but this one is called product placement. And so this, it's not what product placement was in here that was like, oh my God, they must've paid a bunch of money to get in here. This is based off the movie we just watched, what product are we most likely to buy? So I thought about this during Dante's peak, watching those SUVs from the late eighties and early nineties, and immediately wanted to buy that SUV with a snorkel on it. Um, So for this one, and this one even has a fucking, (laughs) an American express commercial (laughs) in the middle of it which is awful, by the way, like I would not buy an, I would not use an American express card based off of whatever that commercial was.
1: I think that's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's the whole point. of that. Uh, yeah. They didn't really do too much product placement. The first thing that came to my mind when you asked me that question was Moby Dick.
0: Oh God. Yes. There you go. That's exactly what I'm going for, though. Okay, I guess
1: I'll go buy Moby, Moby Dick now.
0: <laughs> don't, so it's boring. Moby it's not Dick. very good. The uh, comic,
1: though, not I ring, what he's, or yeah. whatever, whatever he was <laughs> reading. Um,
0: so I said, um, so, so again, I was just kind of screwing around with this. I don't really have a great answer for it, but I feel like the Cleveland Board of Tourism used this movie for like 20 years as like, hey guys, we're still a city. You should come check us out. This is us at our best. We're have not on fire the, anymore.
1: Have you seen the At Least We're Not Detroit video? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm dead serious. Have you seen it?
0: No, please I'll, send, I'll send me that. It
1: it <laughs> it's great. Somebody, I think it was on Tosh. I saw it on Tosh or something. It's fantastic.
0: All right, let's, let's get into Over Under then. I'll, I'll start wrapping this thing up. Um, so this is where we swap one actor in to make the movie better and swap one actor out to make the movie worse. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start here. So I have already been vocal about how much I dislike Lynn Wells slash Lynn Westland uh, and her character. And I would prefer to play this game and cheat, or I'd prefer to cheat at this game and just drop Lynn Wells, Lynn Westland's character completely. But since I play by the rules, my own rules that I make up and that aren't real, um, I went with swapping in Meg Ryan?
1: love make Ryan. okay she i don't know like, i don't ryan. know
0: if I, she had a phase there from like the late 80s to early to mid 90s where i was like oh yeah that's great and then uh, she you've
1: got male make Ryan completely you've got mail make ryan oh. yeah
0: that's where it ends for me but yeah yeah i was a big fan i like that run from like sleepless in seattle to yeah to you've got mail that so, window
1: she's still with the cougar cougar mowing camp she used to come to iu games and Cri- oh when yeah they good. Cri- Cri- right. coaching there um that's all you have.
0: That's what I have to make it to make it better okay. to get Rene Russo out, get Meg Ryan in it.
1: I have two, but on the first one I won't spend any time cuz you fucking took it already. Uh so I put Cleveland Indians out for literally any other fucking team. Like <laughs> why did they pick Cleveland? Like Cleveland sucks so bad as a city and like their team suck and like uh like If my friends listen to this, they're going to know. I have a pretty big bias against Cleveland for some reason. But I've been to a, a Browns game with some Cleveland fans who are, I, I don't know, my wife's friends or friends or something. And, like, her husband is is cool and pretty chill. Like, he's intense, but, like, a huge fan. But, like, he was fine. But, like, dude, his friends, holy shit, man. Like, God, they're the worst, man. But either way, they're not Tennessee fans. It doesn't matter. Tennessee <laughs> volunteer fans um so the real one i guess would be and hear me out hear me out i had a bigger one here i'll start with the bigger one but i don't think it's realistic based off the budget number that i saw i had dorn out take out dorn and the first one i had in there you're gonna laugh uh because he's a little sporty let's put kevin costner in that Yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: too much money
0: yeah, but so I saw see him playing a smarmy, rich yes. entitled.
1: So then I thought Kurt Russell yeah. instead. Ooh.
0: I bet Kurt Russell can't throw a baseball.
1: Yes. See? But then I think I feel like they could also like I mean, he's a little slimy. If he could, that'd
0: be great though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't Kurt Russell wait for can my I can't it. wait for my swap one out to make it worse though. What you do? now I'm imagining
0: that. Now I just want to think of why he couldn't that's one of my favorite was things Was he to filming do is,
1: Captain Ron? Was he doing Captain Ron No, Captain Ron, Ron at the same was time? like
0: three years later. Captain Did Ron, like nine,
1: Captain Ron on the list, by the way? Oh, it is, yes. Okay, thank God. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Three Absolutely. years later, 1992.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll do my swapping one actor out to make the movie worse. All right. So this is where I, I again, I play the stupid... You and I can have debates about how this game should be played. Um, but I went stupid kind of funny here. So I swapped Charlie Sheen out and put Emilio Estevez in. (laughs) I think it'd be funny to have his brother, pre Gordon Bombay, trying to throw a baseball. I don't think it works. I don't think he, I know he played like a stud wrestler in, in Breakfast Club, but I don't think Emilio Estevez has like a fake athletic ounce of talent in his body.
1: So, OK, I've got breaking or news, or the cool factor either yeah. or the cool factor. I've got breaking I mean, news. Well, first off, I had that written in no shit before we even started recording. I had Charlie Sheen out and Emilio in. But I, Emilio! Changed it. I changed it last minute. And breaking news from the Wikipedia page of Kurt Russell. Russell, like his father, had a baseball career. In the uh, early 1970s, uh, okay. Russell was a switch-hitting second <laughs> baseman for the California Angels minor league wow. affiliates, the Bend Rainbows, in the Walla, Walla Walla Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So a, short, a class, gonna... class A short season. So, lower league class A, and then moved up to class double A in 1973. So he would have been good for this.
0: So he probably would have been too expensive.
1: I get. I mean, the budget was just so everybody wants to know. The budget was seven mil. That's it. They made- and that
0: had to be mostly for Corbin Burns and Tom Berenger. yeah. And-
1: and box office, and was where was Corbin Burns? What else did he do?
0: LA Law, that's the only thing I know him from. Okay, and the only All reason right. I even know he was in LA Law is because of Seinfeld. Okay. They go out and he's on what, Leno or something. I gotcha. So, and Seinfeld is with Corbin Burns and George Wendt.
1: Okay, so back to our uh, back to our format here, <laughs> real quick.
0: You hate Seinfeld, yeah, okay. yeah, I do.
1: Um. Not the person. I just don't like the show. Um, so, I know you think you just won with Charlie Sheen. Yes, I won. I Charlie always... Out <laughs> I and in. Tell, tell me. Um, but I, I changed it for a reason, because I stick to a theme. This movie is filmed in. Cleveland? Wait, Charlie what? Sheen out. This is to make the movie worse. Charlie Sheen out. Drew Carey. Carry in. <laughs> Imagine his fat ass out there trying to be, uh, you know, pre pre Cleveland rocks, yes, Cleveland yes. rocks, pre prices, right? Where his loss weight and, like looks halfway oh. decent now, but like his fat, fat Drew Carey out there doing wild thing.
0: I 100% thought about that, and I couldn't think of a player to swap him out for. <laughs> uh, and you, you went for it. You imagine you, that haircut you, on Drew Carey, like those <laughs> are the things that go through my mind. Like, that's
1: when, like, how could this be any worse? Like, Drew Carey playing that position. <laughs>
0: oh i hate you all
1: right drink victory there
0: (laughs) all right let's get into future generations all right um so this is we both have sons or at least i have one son you have two so this is where we ask ourselves is this a movie you would show to your kid i said yes
1: i have kids but yes i'd show to both of them okay Um, what age 12
0: that's what i have 12 exactly
1: um any special circumstances whatever baseball season
0: yeah okay so i would give him a general psa about swearing and how it might sound funny but he needs to know that there is a time a place and an audience that it's appropriate for and maybe as a 12 year old he can't identify the subtleties of that venn diagram so maybe it's best if he refrained from using vulgarities until his awareness is more finely tuned no <laughs> i overthink parenting way too much all right cool cool let's revisit memory lane so this is where we <laughs> take a look at those uh at the foreshadowing that we thought about before we watched the movie and we see if our memories held up um so i'm gonna go ahead and kick this off brag and i said uh what did it start i said a plus um i said probably i said still an a probably not an a plus uh and i've definitely backed off this idea that it's maybe one of the funniest sports movies of all time and certainly backed off that it's uh one of the great comedies of all time um it definitely is a great sports comedy um however i don't think it's uh, i think caddyshack i think there's a bunch of other movies that are kind of even semi-pro has some really good moments um so i wouldn't say it's the, the the greatest sports comedy of all time there is just way too much fat the opening credits the love story it's all just so unnecessary and distracting from the real focus of the movie which is the baseball team and this as we hate we've already mentioned how much we hate it the pennant race um so i just you know i, I just i think for those reasons like i even like basketball a hell of a lot more than this movie now that i think about it I love basketball <laughs> uh but bob Euchre and james gammon gammon uh, are great in their roles and are better than any of the players. So I, I still think it holds up. I still think those two those two actors, especially, are are the highlights of the film. Um, I just think that you know I think we talked about this a little bit before we before we got on. Um, the movie holds up in a lot of ways, but there are there are a bunch of scenes that I had just completely forgotten about and realized there was a reason why I'd forgotten about.
1: Yeah, seen now I'd seen um, it on. TV mostly, so I forgot about like a lot of stuff. One of the things I did think was funny, and I wish I would have talked about it earlier was um, the first time that uh, Maze Hayes Hayes Maze Hayes, Hayes, Hayes tries to steal second and he slides <laughs> way short, and the guy's like, Come on, come on, and he throws up the double birds. I'm like, <laughs> I never saw that before. That's great, yeah, but um. Okay, final grade for me. Uh, I'll make it real quick. I don't need to go over any other memories. I did think it was a little uh, shitty with like the love scenes and stuff like that. I did not think were totally necessary. Um, final grade is downgraded to a B. Okay. And uh, the fun grade is uh, I'm going to give it a negative nine and a half war. <laughs> Wins <laughs> above replacement. Down nine and a half.
0: All right. Uh, so my fun grade. Uh, so I know that the baseball playoff qualifying system completely changed last year. And if you asked me how it worked, I probably couldn't explain it to you. Um, so I have the final grade of this movie as a wild card playoff qualifier. Okay. So it's a road team who loses in a one game playoff five to three and maybe are a seven, eight seed in the AL Um, They had some decent starting pitching, but the bullpen kind of floundered and they ended up losing, come up just short and, you know, try to go back and get them again next year, which they did. Word. In a movie format. All right. So those are our last – that's going to wrap it up tonight. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please rate and review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, You can find us on social media at Terrible Reviews on Twitter. I am also on Twitter at seta 5s S-E-T-A-H 5. Bragg, where can they find
1: you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Bragley B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. That's Twitter and Instagram. It's not like a double thing, but uh, that's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y.
0: Thank you everybody for listening. Go Cubs. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace. Terrible views is terrible reviews as a member of the shady lawn network all rights reserved it's shady